You're listening to Hospital Radio Medway. Hello and welcome to Chatterbox. In this episode, Eileen Griffin talks to Lorraine and Oakley about Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Eileen Griffin on HRM. Let me start by saying that I'm not one of those people who picks up a free newspaper unless I know it has a crossword in it, but on one occasion I did. Scanning through, I came upon a story written by a reporter who used to work for Hospital Radio Medway telling the story of a child who had taken ill and the events following that moment. Are you like me and you want to know the follow-up to such a story? Well, let me introduce two of those concerned in this particular report. First, there's Lorraine, who's the mother, and secondly, there's Oakley, who is the child involved in this story. So, welcome to you both. Hello. Hi. Lorraine, can you tell me what happened, please? Yeah. Oakley became quite tired and lethargic when he returned to school after the summer holidays in 2013, and... We started noticing that he was having spasms in his right arm. So we took him to the hospital and he was reviewed and put on a medication for epilepsy. But 12 days after beginning the medication, he developed a rash that um, quickly progressed into what we now know was called Stevens-Johnson syndrome. Now, this is a, a quite an extreme allergic reaction, an autoimmune disorder that attacks your own body from the inside out. It literally burns you from the inside out. This resulted in Oakley losing 100% of his skin, all his hair, his nails, his toenails. He even lost part of his um, toes due to a cold sepsis, hypothermia, that happened at, at Christmas. We were in hospital all over the Christmas. In fact, we were in um, Brimfield Hospital up in Essex at the top burns unit there in the intensive care unit. For eight weeks, he he was in the intensive care unit being looked after up there by a phenomenal team. They were lifesavers to us. They gave us our second chance with our little boy. They saved him up there. He was determined to fix himself. His ongoing conditions throughout his illness all over the Christmas period were his kidneys developed issues. They started failing. His liver was having problems keeping up. His body completely shut down at one point and that's when the hypothermia set in. Um, He's got eye damage now. He's scarred from head to foot. He did look like a burns victim and that's how he was treated for the fluid loss and the skin loss and the blood loss. He had umpteen pints of units of blood, plasma, platelets, and a life-saving um, treatment called IVIG, which is um, a breakdown of blood products of over a 1,000 donors um, going to one treatment of IVIG, and Oakley had six. So giving blood is also quite important to patients that are in hospital with burns, any illness really, but for in our particular story it was because his body just wasn't making its own blood. If um, I can just make a plea there for blood donors because um, I had shingles once and I found out afterwards that because I'd had shingles it had antibodies in my blood, Yeah. so that could be used for heart-lung transplants. 
Yeah, so when it's I went in complex. to give blood, somebody would shout out, this one's important, and they'd take <laughs> files and files of blood. And when I went back to the office in the afternoon, I just used to sit there sort of staring out the window thinking, somebody's getting my blood and it's doing them yeah, good. Yeah, we went to a, a presentation last year for people that had given 100 units of blood and I did a, a talk there in front of them because I think it's important to, for people to see what happens to their blood. Seeing or just going in and, and seeing a bag full of blood and not knowing where it's going to doesn't hit home, I don't think. And to see where that blood does actually go and who it helps because it doesn't just help the person that's sick it helps the whole family as well because without that blood and without those donors giving their blood it would be a completely different story today. So what exactly was it that was wrong with Oakley? What were the first symptoms? He started he was quite lethargic he had a, a bit of a cold a high temperature and then this rash started that quickly progressed into an all-over body rash that just moulded into one huge red rash from head to foot. And then his skin started sloughing off, they call it. It was literally just falling off. His skin detaches from the underneath and it just comes off. And a lot of it is then debrided in, in theatre to to stop infection. Although it doesn't always work because Oakley got quite a few infections when he was in the hospital and had many medications to try and fix him. But he did fight back, and he was on a ventilator for nearly five weeks. We did try and get him off it at one point, but that to go, he had to go back on it because his lungs collapsed and he just wasn't strong enough to breathe for himself. He then stayed on the intensive care unit for a further three weeks before being transferred round onto the rehab unit where I took over his care and it was getting him to learn how to walk because he'd been immobile for so long. His muscles were so weak and he'd lost so much weight that we had to build his body back up again to be able to take it in just one step was a huge feat for him to get his legs over the edge of the bed was a huge um, hurdle for him as well. But he did it and he was determined to walk out of that hospital on his own two feet and he did although he has got nerve damage in his legs now and he can't really walk that far he's determined to be able to do what his peers do it's something that as a parent no child should go through no but as a a child to go through it and a parent to have to watch it it's and the disruption, not only to you as a parent, but to family life with other siblings have to be looked after and cared about. Yeah. But you we, can't leave that one child. No. Um, although I did stay with Oakley 24-7. I never left the hospital. His dad took on, on the role of mum and dad at home, dealing with the other children, making sure they were washed, clean, fed clothes ironed and and sent to school um on occasions yeah there was times that either they didn't make it there or they were late but you know he which did is it. understandable under the yeah, circumstances yeah i mean there was times that was quite harrowing when when he got really sick at mm. christmas and i had to try and get his dad up to the hospital without panicking him having to drive the the 40 plus miles to get there mm when we were told that Oakley was like really, really poorly, trying to get him to drive sensibly to get to the hospital because I needed him there um, was quite 
a daunting task. He's not daft. He knew something was wrong. So, yeah, the children sometimes had to go to friends and family members. Without that sort of support, I don't know how other families would manage to do it. That's it. it it's that network of support that yeah, kicks in, that, isn't support it, under we the receive. circumstances. Yeah. The, the, the support we've received, not just from family, but from friends and from people we've never even met before, hmm. was astounding. And thank you will never, ever be enough to those people across the board. I mean, they're... They wanted us to have a family holiday when Oakley got better. When when he turned the corner and we knew that he was going to come through it, we didn't know with what degree of um, ongoing issues, but they sent us to Florida. At first it started, it was just a little breakaway, and then it was Euro Disney, and then it was no, he deserves to go and see Mickey Mouse in Florida and that's what they did and we even had the support of a local business um, businessman that offered us his villa the use of his oh, villa nice. and he also paid for our car for the use of the car while we were over there the hire of the car he paid for our insurance as well and he also paid for the taxi to and from the airport it's marvellous how people come to, isn't it, under situations like that? Yeah, he was phenomenal. Um, such a lovely man as well. He used to turn up with little gifts for us, fruit, ice cream, you know, sweets for the kids. He even did a collection at one of his fundraising events that he, 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 he did to get Oakley an iPad so that Oakley had his own iPad to go to Florida with so that he could record his journey and his holiday. And so, also to take the photos to bring them back yeah, and to show everybody back, else which is what video we did. them and, yeah, and, and help videoed. other people who are in hospital. Yeah, um, that's been a big thing actually for Oakley to be able to support other families that are going through it because hearing it from an adult to a child doesn't always sink in. But for a child to be able to speak to another child that's gone through it on a child level makes such a big difference it's that support again isn't yeah. it and it's quite important to him to be able to help other people mm. and especially I know you, now but yeah. you had help as well when you were in hospital because there was another father there with his child yeah th so. there was um another little boy in there who was 11 with the same um condition with the same by the same medication as well and his mum and dad took turns so between us all going through the same things with the same degree of um, the condition was it was nice it was enlightening to know that and it, I don't mean it to sound awful that somebody else was going through the same thing and you've got that closeness with that person because yeah. you can both understand the we, empathy was, is was. there the understanding was there the, um, the fact that both boys were going through exactly the same thing and they actually had quite similar issues throughout it as well there was a man in there as well that had Stevens Johnson syndrome the same through antibiotics and he was in there six months plus some adults it, it takes a long time because it affects all your internal organs as well you can also understand why doctors won't don't, don't want to keep on giving out antibiotics yeah because a, you don't know what you're going to react to there's no tests that you can take Oh, before you give it, it's just too expensive to be able to do that, if there is even tests that could test for that. And you've got to read the leaflet 
the leaflet in magazine in 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 your medication is there for a reason so not to be thrown in the bin because it could be just one in a million that it happens to but they still have to notify you so that you are aware you're aware of what to look out for if something does happen touch wood it never does but you are then aware like this isn't normal and you've read the leaflet and you know that it's not normal and, and you, you get can the help straight away yeah, the end of that is just so important because i i know from medication i've got i read in case and every box that comes into me in case something has changed yeah yeah since no, you I, should. Last read I mean it. I, i'm guilty of it i never used to read the leaflets i never knew anything about stevens johnson syndrome and Oakley's was called toxic epidermal necrolysis, TENS for short, um, which is the most extreme form of um, Stevens-Johnson syndrome. And I don't think it's something you, you would hear about no. unless you're living it. And we lived it and we're still living it. We have helped several families. Because this is worldwide now, It is worldwide. It? And a lot of families from the US which I'm still great friends with now. In particular, there was a little boy called Cole who was seven when he got Stevens-Johnson syndrome. And I'm very close with his family. Sadly, Cole didn't make it through his Stevens-Johnson syndrome. And he was very much like Oakley, big blue eyes, a little comical character, blonde hair, you know, the cheeky little chap look. And I think that's what hit his family when... Oakley's story filtered through to the United States. I mean, his his story's been all over the world. Singapore, Australia. I'm I'm really good friends with a, um, a family in Australia whose daughter went through it as well. He wants to whisper something. Yeah, he's trying to whisper in my ear. He's just going to whisper for a second. Oh, yeah. but... And it's been to China as well. He's saying, "Very good. It's it's nice to know that you're well known all around the world, Oakley. Let's bring Oakley in as well because between you all, you seem to have uh, led an appeal for people to donate toys to the children's ward in the hospital over Christmas. So how did that go? We actually supported seven hospitals and a hospice, all children's wards, all, all, all children orientated. Um, Midway Maritime was our original we only had one hospital to donate to when we first decided to do the appeal with our friend Natalie it was Natalie's appeal she started it because her little girl had cancer um, and was diagnosed at seven weeks old and then subsequently she's lost her dad to cancer and her nan to cancer so she asked if Oakley would deliver be the Santa Claus to the ward for Midway Maritime so it sort of snowballed from there, really. Yes, of course he can. Do you want me to help? And that was it. The snowball started again, and we got a fantastic response for it. Because I know was... you went out on Facebook, didn't you? Yeah. The donations as well. Um, we started a bit late last year, and we're hoping to do the same again this year so that we can support more hospitals. But we had several boxes. Each hospital had three-plus boxes of chocolate selection boxes boys soft toys computer games computer games 
books, colouring books, pens, dolls, Lego, you name it, it was in there. Smellies for the older children, makeup, mirrors, manicure sets. Well, that's what they want, isn't don't yeah. they? They want it to boost their We know lack of what health. it's like to be in hospital over Christmas. Um, we know being in hospital is not nice anyway. Oakley's been in our hospital since he was a baby with um, asthma and death-related problems. And it's not fun for the children. Um, but Christmas especially, being away from your home at Christmas with other children, because it wasn't just for the children that was in the hospital, it was for the the brothers and sisters that were visiting. And it's not nice being It's so in that hospital. the other children aren't forgotten. They are, yeah. Compared with the child Our that children is weren't Ill. forgotten no. um, from the support that we received. And they were presented with bags full of Christmas um, things from the girls at the cafe at Morrison's. Um, they really looked after our children. Um, everyone did. And we know how important it is to include the other children as well so they don't feel left out. Well, Oakley, you sat here quite quietly and you've listened to what your mum has had to say, but do you remember how you felt when you were ill? Well, I don't really, really remember that much when I was in the hospital. But you know all about it now, don't you? Yeah. You remember what you felt like when you first got sick before you went to the hospital? No, not really. You just felt burny, didn't you? Mm. You felt hot. I, if I rubbed my fingers together, it was like oil right, was being spilled into my hands as I did it. It was burning, you said, didn't you? It felt like acid on your hands. No, that was the water. Oh, the water. Sorry. Well, how did you feel when you saw, as a result of the appeal, all those toys coming in to go to children that were in hospital who'd been in your situation? Oh, well, I felt kind of happy that I was giving back to the kids that, like, they couldn't, like, come home and sit in their, like, comfy chairs. And they couldn't sit by the fireside and, mm. and wait for Father Christmas to come down the chimney. Yeah, put chocolate in chocolate and milk chocolate always makes you feel good doesn't it yeah, even when you're not well and of course your brothers and sisters they they were probably punching you before you took ill what happened when you were in hospital were they really 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 nice to you no they were when you were in hospital it was when you got home, wasn't it, that it all changed once you got better did they start knocking you about teasing you and taking your toys yeah, two months after I came out, I believe, Ellis started calling me names again. No. Yeah, the normal brotherly, sisterly love. Maisie didn't, did and, she? But Mum was always always on my side saying, he just came out of hospital, Ellis. Exactly. Put him <laughs> in his place and don't bully you. Well, I have to say it was a story that I really did want to, to follow up and find out what had happened, and I've learnt a lot more than I learnt from the newspapers. So. No, there's always a lot more than what goes on in, in, in newspapers. There there's, is. There's too much to report, really, and a lot of it is too graphic and sad to put in a newspaper, especially over Christmas. You don't want to be reading things like that. But to be honest, people, in a nice way, did say to us, you ruined my Christmas. <laughs> Basically because they were getting up throughout the night. Was there any updates? What was he like in the morning? Getting up Christmas morning, the first thing they would do would turn on Facebook because we had the page going to, to update people, which I didn't take do lightly. Um, in fact, I wasn't 
going to do it and I wanted it shut down in the first place purely because I, I couldn't cope with the messages and seeing seeing it all. But then I thought, well, how are we supposed to help other people if we're not showing our story? His resilience and his amazing determination to put himself through that deserves to be shared and people need to know that tablets and medication shouldn't be taken lightly. You and need also to know. There are people out there who can give you the support when your child is going through it. Yeah, oh, yes. yes as you yeah, learned from the is, father yeah. that was in hospital with it, his it, son. It's hard when it's a condition that not many people know about. If it was the more common conditions, there's a lot more of a, a support network. But Stevens Johnson's syndrome has got itself on the map now and people know about it because of Oakley's story, especially local. Exactly. Well, certainly, um, you know, picking it up myself, I wanted to know what the... The outcome so, was, I mean, he has got story. ongoing issues now. He's got nerve damage in his legs, so he can't walk very far. He's got eye damage that gets um, looked at every three months. And he may need operations there because the scarring on it is pulling his eyelids in, which will then scratch his cornea. He's got scars that need operated on. He's got to have an operation to remove his gallbladder because his gallbladder is full of gallstones. His liver's not very well, and he's got a growth on his spleen that needs looked at. Um, his digestive system doesn't work as well as it, it used to. So that's all being investigated as well at the moment. So it, it doesn't just go away when the skin heals over. It, it has a knock-on effect for life, really. Exactly. Yeah. Chronic fatigue syndrome as well. He gets tired so quickly and so easily. Mm. So it, it is a, a lifelong condition for, for many sufferers of it. There are the odd lucky ones that have minimal damage and lead relatively normal lives but then there are some like Oakley that have a a lifelong knock-on effect from from the effects of Stevens Johnson's and what it did to him so well I have to say when you've got your own health and strength it makes you realize just how, how lucky you are yes exactly because you you have to stop and take a second take a breath and yeah. take in what's said. And sometimes if you want to help other people, you can't be emotional about it. You have to suppress those emotions, take a deep breath you have to and step go back forward to it. help. It's that hard person. when it's your own child. Mm. Um, it's easier when it's somebody else's yeah. and that's not to be taken lightly either because I, I still get emotional, but my strength needs to be there for the other family, the same as other families supported us. You're dealt cards, you just get on and deal with what you're dealt and that's life as it is for us now we we deal with things as and when they crop up and we help other people as much as we can either side of that well that's a We've very actually, good attitude to take we actually started we joined forces with um a charity called share a star and began a part of that is called oakley's outings and we send poorly children out on day trips out with their family and their their brothers and sisters of their choice that's our way of giving back some of the support that we got so we fundraise quite a lot for that to be able to carry that on and send those children out just to smile and forget about hospitals just for a day exactly that's what they need mm. and i have to say if there's anything we can do here at hospital radio medway you know if you're if you've got some fundraising event and you'd like to get in touch with us 
let us know about it and we'll publicise it for you. Brilliant, that'd be lovely, thank you. Because I think it's something that we do need to let people know more about just to make them aware. Yeah, I mean, the charity itself, we we, um, support babies right up to age 21 and all their family members, their immediate family members. And it's not as though you're you're getting the money just to put it in a, a bank. You're you're using that money oh, all that the money time. Oh, that money gets used to, all the time to be spent um, on things for children. Yeah, um, or parents as well, or other siblings. Yeah, we do. Um, we call them happy boxes, and they're sent out to each child that is going for a particularly bad time. Um, we send balloons to the children in hospitals when they first start, and then when we came on board and the Oakley's outing started. We then can send our families, our stars we call them, because they are stars to go through what they go through. We send those stars out just to be a normal child for a day. It can be to the zoo, it can be to the theatre. We've done theatre trips. We sent families to um, Bessington for the weekend, or 15 families. And we are only a small charity, so we rely a lot on advertising and support from outside networks. Well, anything we can do to help you, that please do. So, Lorraine and Oakley, thank you both very much indeed for coming in today. Thank you for inviting us. You're welcome. You're welcome. If you'd like to hear more episodes in this series of podcasts, or indeed see our other podcasts, search for our podcast website in your browser, hospitalradiomedway.captivate.com. There's four easy ways to listen to HRM FM. Go to our website at hospitalradiomedway.co.uk and click to listen now. Go to NHS Wi-Fi on your device and find us there. Say, play Hospital Radio Medway to your smart speaker or switch your radio on and go to 87.9 FM, the radio station for the Medway Maritime Hospital. This is HRM FM.